Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Boston. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This Ugh. is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right yes. here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Yes. And available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it on That's YouTube. Right. If you're listening to us in the audio realm, be sure to check out the CastBox app. It's a fantastic app. We have a partnership with them. Uh, and uh, while you're there, you can download it for free on iOS or Android. Check out the Going In Raw uh, uh, podcast. Subscribe to us. Why are you looking at me weird? What is your deal? You're wearing an Adam Mayhem shirt. No, I'm not. Definitely are. Don't be ridiculous. You're definitely wearing an Adam Mayhem shirt. Says who? Me. Oh, shit. Yeah, laundry day. It was laundry day. I, I know a, you have a lot of t-shirts. You cannot have worn them all. I went traveling. I got back from vac from vac from vacation. Got back from business trip, where I made a best new friend. Adam Cole Bebe is my best new friend. I'm actually very happy for you. Anyways, we're not here to talk about all that business. We're here to talk about Hell in a Cell 2018. Hey, it yeah. might have ended with a fart. But it started with... Yeah, a, that was a, a beguiling finish to what was otherwise a pretty decent show. So beguiling generally means um, uh, mystifying. Uh, confusing. Confusing. Uh, the word you're looking for is shitty. It was a shitty ending. It was a very bad ending. To an otherwise, like you said, really, really good pay-per-view. Like yeah. match after match, even from the kickoff, match after yeah. match after match was really, really good. And then uh, Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss was, yeah, whatever. But that picked up. It had a good finish. Yeah. It had a good finish. And then... Uh, the main event was a typical Roman Reigns match in that it didn't really have a lot of drama because people don't really get behind his matches because they don't get behind him. It was a bit... It was plotting. Uh, they, we saw some destruction. We had, we, there were some decent spots. There was some kickouts, some finisher kickouts. Mm-hmm. Finisher kickouts. The Shield. 
Dolphin Drew got involved. And then Brock Lesnar came back and, uh, and muddied it all up. And there, and yeah, the, but there could have been clarity very easily. Very easily. Anyways, we'll get to that. Overall impressions, though. Really fun show, save pretty much for the finish. Real shit ending. Yeah, it was really bad. Anyways. Let's start off where the show started off. The kickoff show, Steve. Uh, New Day versus Rusev Day. Rusev Day. Yeah. For the, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. So it, t- it turns out uh, you, your assertion that the, the Super Showdown card announcement that T-Bar was taking on. Yeah, it kind of telegraphed quite a bit. That pretty much telegraphed it. I kind of figured, hey, they're like the two of the bigger tag team names, so regardless of where the title's in. But yeah, once this ended, once this landed in the kickoff, the, yeah, no. No. There was none of this. Hey, another strong showing for Aiden English, though. That dude is... Really was. Man. Both in ring... I love the intensity they're giving this Yes, both in ring and on the mics. Before the match started, New Day came out, dropped the promo, um, and then uh, they were interrupted by Aiden English. Some good back and forth between Aiden English and the New Day. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, Match kicked off. Um, As you said, another strong showing for Aiden English. Um, He's no longer kind of the, the hapless member of Rusev Day, yeah, um, yeah, no, he was uh, he was he's been booked really, really strong lately. Yeah. He's been booked as the guy who knows what he's doing, yeah, and I like that. That's really good, yeah. Uh, and this was a really fun match. This is kind of the kind of match you'd see like maybe in the main event of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, landed here on the pre-show. SmackDown tag titles are worth a whole bunch of nothing. New Day are a hot act, but you know, I guess I kind of like it. I kind of like so this show. It's a low-level pay-per-view. But there were only eight matches, mm-hmm. including the kickoff. So yeah, really seven yeah. for the card. And I I, re- I thought it worked really, really well. Yeah, and pretty much every match got a chance to breathe. Uh, I feel like the first match, Orton versus Hardy, was pushing 20, 25 minutes. Oh, that was a good match. Um, Joe and AJ was felt like a super long match as well. Let me go to the Wikipedia and see if they got early match times here. Somebody, hey, doing God's work out there on Wikipedia, putting the match times out yeah, there. Yeah, so uh, Orton Hardy, again, tw- according to Wikipedia, 25 minutes. Um, Dolph and Drew versus Seth and Dean, another really good match. 22, AJ and Joe, 19. And the main event was 24. Didn't feel quite that long. There was a lot going on before Dolph showed up. There was oh, a I lot. Know, it was, and, but it was just like real slow motion. Yeah, it was know, really slow motion. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, uh, new oh, the day. The shortest match. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, the shortest match on the main card was the Raw Women's Title match, just a sh- hair over twelve minutes. See, that's good. If twelve minutes is your shortest match, that's really good. The pre-show match was about nine, but it felt longer. Okay, yeah, because they yeah, got a lot in. They got a lot in. Yeah, they did. It was it was a, it was a really fast-paced match. Um, I like this. They had Aiden English kicking out of what should be a finisher. Oh, yeah. A powerbomb slash top rope stomp. So Big E got Aiden English up in powerbomb position. Kofi went to the top rope, uh, did a stomp onto Aiden English as Big E powerbombed him. Yeah. And yeah, it really should have been a finish, but he kicked out. No, I like that a lot. Um, shortly thereafter, Aiden English put Kofi Kingston in the accolade. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was a great moment. Rusev kept uh, Big E at bay. I was, dude, I was so hoping that there'd be a tap out there. Oh, that'd be great. What's going to happen, Steve? Kofi got to the ropes. Um, In the end, uh, Kofi pinned Aiden English after Trouble in Paradise. Crowd really wanted that tap out, man, I'm telling you. New Day retains in a really good match. Yeah, this was a really good match. This is the kind of thing I could, look, I know they're going to go to Super Showdown. I mean, I don't, look, man, it's looking less likely, I suppose, 
they had this whole big tournament thing, et cetera, et cetera, with the tag division. Rusev Day went over. It was a big moment. They get the kickoff show. Is this is this as far as it's going to go for them? I hope not. I hope not because either. I think the three of them, Rusev, Aiden English, and Lana, as a trio, can be as we see right now, incredibly over. Let them win a few things, and they could be pretty massive. How about Thebar loses a Super Showdown, which uh-huh. leads to a triple threat tag team match where That's Rusev Day series. goes over? Right. One Survivor Series a month from now. Yeah, November. Unless they late uh, November, huh? Sorry, yeah, late November. I wonder if they're going to do weeks. no more than that. Six weeks would be late October. Oh, my God. We're only in September. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Yeah, there's a ways off then. Yeah, and that, that it depends also if they do show versus show, brand versus brand. Yeah. For Survivor Series like they had the last couple of years. Doesn't look great for how long? How far away is the Super Showdown? It's early October. It's in two weeks, right? Two or th- three weeks. Three weeks. Oh, yeah, that's right, because Paige told Joe three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. I'm going by what Paige said. Well, yeah, it's not looking great for Russo today. Maybe no. they'll get maybe they'll get into a feud with like the have they gotten into a few of the Usos before? No. Nothing pro get into, get into well, a kind feud of. in there the There was meantime. that Lana Naomi thing. That little short program. Yeah. That Rusev and uh Keep Rusev Day Jimmy strong. Keep no, him agreed, strong. agreed. Keep him strong. Agreed, and I think them and the Usos can put on some really good matches. Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy followed up. This was the kickoff, this was the first match on the main card. And oh boy, this was a good one. It started off. There's, there's matches where they 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 build okay, up. Okay, so wait to a second. Violence. What? Did I get the point for this in predictions? That what? That he wasn't gonna go off the top of the cage? Right. Yeah. Okay. Good. Making sure. Yeah. Because technically he didn't. Yeah. Um, I said he's not gonna do this. Yes, and I said he did. Yeah. I loved. So this match was not. So granted, we we got a Jeff Hardy high spot kind of, but it really wasn't that big of a deal. No. What we got though was a level of viciousness and violence from Randy Orton we hadn't seen in a while. This violence overall. Yeah. Because um, this wasn't... Sometimes there's matches, even in really hot, heated feuds, where a start of a match will build. This match started in, like, kind of the middle of the match. Yeah, I love that. Jeff Hardy came out on fire. Yeah. Really took it to Randy Orton. And the intensity... Randy Orton was bouncing all over the ring, selling incredibly mm-hmm. there's this one spot where jeff hardy throws him into the cage he rebounds turns around right into the ring post just yeah. little stuff like that he was yeah. just selling 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 randy orton had a lot of fun with this match you could tell he was having fun and then he man he took quite a beating there too he did his yeah back there's a hunk of skin hanging off his leg so by the end jeff hardy had a belt with some metal studs on it studs on it and that and became a weapon at he was point. taking that to randy orton's back and they they did a credit to to vince who's probably a gorilla position he was reveling in the blood he wasn't shying away from it especially tv well yeah they were reveling in it it was great especially the hunk of skin hanging off his leg apparently i haven't looked at it yet but randy orton has instagrammed a picture of a hunk of flesh yeah of they, his. Did a, they did a close-up on his leg where the hunk of skin was hanging off yeah that was awesome it was pretty nasty to look that it up. was pretty nasty um so there was that what else happened in this match Let's, um, before we get to probably, the ear bit the, the most squeamish moment now. was yeah. uh the screwdriver um randy orton gets the upper hand he goes under the ring produces a screwdriver and uh first he puts his finger so here's his back ow he puts his finger in uh Oh, let me see. Oh man! So here's his leg. Oof! This is chunk out of leg. Oh man! That's rough. That's bad. Um, 
So he puts his finger. Oh man. He puts his finger in uh, Jeff Hardy's gauge hole and then puts the screwdriver in it and then starts twisting. Starts twisting it around. Now, I've seen, you know, just perusing wow. the weird internet. You know, you see, you see pictures of people who do crazy stuff like they hang themselves from their flesh. Yeah. There's a term for that. I forget what it is. Yeah, I know what it is. Um, but, you know, the, the pain gives them some pleasure, yeah. I guess, or whatever. Yeah. I'm not really one of them types. But, uh, you know, the, the, the flesh here, human flesh is a fairly resilient thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when it's twisted and twisted and twisted, uh, it's not really, it's not bad for anything. It probably feels like crap. Yeah. But the visual was very effective here. Yeah. Super duper effective. Yes. And we were all, I'm, I'm going to do, I'm going to endeavor to, to cut our reactions all, all in one shorter video. Um, I say that every time and I never do it, but I really want to do it for this one because it was hard to watch. Yeah. It was really hard to watch. And I really, really do appreciate that they went that route. Violence that is essentially, now granted, I'm not, I'm not recommending anybody do this, but it's violence that's essentially harmless long-term to these guys. Yeah. And but visually is. Visually is. and seems grotesque. And it captures the essence of this feud mm -hmm. so much better than just Jeff Hardy falling off something mm -hmm. and potentially getting a really, really nasty bump. Mm -hmm. This is something that he's probably fine. I mean, they're probably both hurting after this. Oh, yeah. Um, but I like that the level of violence of hunk of flesh out of Randall Orton's leg. It was just, it was more visceral yeah. Than, yeah. than anything. And that's what it needed. Yeah. Um, after that, uh, there's a chair in play. Uh, Jeff Hardy starts beating up Randy Orton with chair shots across the back. And that's when you really notice Randy's back is bleeding mm -hmm. before the screwdriver spot is when, uh, cause when both of them were hitting each other with the belt, mm -hmm. but, uh, I think Orton was using the, the leather side on Jeff. And then Jeff used the stud side, studded side, on Randy. Yeah, um, but it, it all made for a great visual and for a feud like this, which from the very beginning has been heated. Yeah, it worked perfectly. Yeah, it really did. Um, uh, shots on Orton culminate in a, a twist of fate and a swanton onto the chair, but Randy kicks out. Mm -hmm. um, Hardy sets up this contraption in the ring, two ladders. A table um, in a row. Um, he climbs up one ladder. He's about to go for that little slingshot thing he does over the ladder and, uh, into a splash. Looks up, sees the cell, grabs onto it, um, makes his way over to where uh, Orton is on the table, swings back and forth a few times. Um, and as he falls, Orton gets off the table. Mm -hmm. um, Hardy takes a bump right through it. And the ref comes over, checks on him, calls for the training staff. They start to raise the cell, and Orton's like, "Get out of the way! Do your job." This is a great he little wants performance to go for by Randy yes. Orton too. Yes. He was very fired up. He was like, "Do your job. Why should you bring the medical staff out here?" Match isn't finished. He pins Jeff Hardy, and he keeps on telling the ref, "Get over here! Count, count, count!" And he counts the three. Randy Orton wins. Yeah. Um, but they were really selling it like it was a big deal. Yeah, but it was a great way for Orton to get heat, I felt like. It's a different way to do it, too. We don't normally see, usually when the ref calls for medical staff, um, like the other competitor will kind of respect that. Mm. Or if he you know, tells the ref to do his job, something like what Orton did, 
they'll eventually relent. But Orton didn't. He just went and, and, and pinned him. Yeah. Pinned Hardy and says, come yeah. on, get over here, count this Cold-blooded. Now. Yeah. That's, that's and great. it really worked. Yeah, that's what it should be. Yep. Yeah. Fun match, and they gave it a ton of time. Great. Oh, and great way to open the show for Heck sure. yeah. Yeah. Um, after that, we had AJ Styles' interview. I think we were both still in shock from what we saw right before that. I didn't really notice what he said. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? He was just looking very seriously. Yeah. I think I was not paying attention to this. I just, I, this is when Hilton showed up, right? Yeah. Well, Luchando, yeah. Hilton. He's been unmasked. He's Hilton now. But he didn't cl- declare his identity is what you're supposed to do once you're unmasked. I did it for him. But I don't think you have that power. Anyways, let's, let's stay focused here. We're here to talk about Hilton's cell, not I'm not trying to. Luchando. Yeah, me too. Hilton. Luchando. Uh, next, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's title. Another great match. Yeah. Another match that gave a ton of time. Yeah. Um, Start off with a bunch of mat base wrestling. Yeah. Um, well, they were both working. You know, uh, Becky was working over Charlotte's arm. She did this hammerlock thing where she did a bridge over her back that was mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Saw an arm bar from Becky. Yeah. Um, Charlotte was kind of working over Becky's lower back. Yeah. Angle it that way a little bit. But well, no, because when you go that way, I understand, but I can do this. But the dog but needs you to don't. stay in front of me. You don't. Usually you're here and then you do this, and that's when it loses you. I know, but if I move it this way, I need to move it. That way, and there you all go. those cards just fell. See, off. that's perfect. There, that's perfect. Um, so we had the story of them working over body parts. Um, the 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 finish wasn't bad. It just kind of came out of nowhere. It was unexpected. Charlotte goes for a, a spear. It was so unexpected, I missed it. And they didn't replay it. No, they didn't replay it. Charlotte goes for a spear, and then Becky catches her and looks like kind of a DDT power slam type thing. Yeah, and then gets the pin. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. It was. Um, so I really like this match. I really like Becky winning. And then they did this thing at the end where Charlotte tried to get, you know, a handshake in and Becky said, uh, uh, no arm or something like that. Yeah. And Becky said, I'm not doing that. And she walked off. I, I think I actually like how almost understated the entire thing was, but I also kind of would have maybe like to have seen something a little ramped up. I don't know. I don't know. What, how did you feel about that? The entire finish of it? Well, I kind of, it kind of seemed like they want to give Becky kind of a, for lack of a better term, a sneaky win, mm-hmm. but rather than do a roll-up finish, they did something like that where she just took advantage of, of the situation and got the win. Yeah. Without doing roll-up handful of tights, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a, a, a win that might have been opportunistic, but not heelish. Yeah. She just did a good counter and got the win out of it. Um, and, and even the finish with her holding up the belt in Charlotte's face, um, you know, she, I think commentary said something along the lines that she said, you're never going to take this off me or something like that. Again, nothing overtly heelish. She just had, she doesn't like Charlotte very much. They're not overthinking this, are they? I hope not. I kind of feel like by, if they had done something with Charlotte attacking Becky, and it would have made sense if you're doing some symmetrical storytelling. I would have worried that they were trying to push some sort of double turn thing. And the fact they didn't do that, Becky still had her attitude. Charlotte was still trying to play the face, the good sports, the good sport that I'm hoping they're it'll not build. trying to, yes, they're ill build and they're not trying to force some heel face thing on this that isn't needed. Yeah. I want to see a lot of attitude on Tuesday from Becky. I think mm-hmm. that'd be best. Mm-hmm. Charlotte needs to have her little crisis of confidence, if you will, term you like. Um, 
It's a good term. So I think that's why I kind of like the understated end. Yeah, I do too. Because it's not, it, like you said, it's not forcing anything. It's not forcing roles. No. And I like that. Yeah, and I hope they continue with that because when they start forcing roles is when uh, things are going to feel out of sort because yeah. the crowd is firmly behind Becky. But they're firmly, the crowd was chanting for Becky. Yeah, the but time. the crowd is firmly behind Becky because she's adopted this new persona. Mm-hmm. If they think, oh, the crowd's behind Becky, let's let's just kind of push her more towards the face side of the spectrum. Then they don't get it. Yeah, exactly. And I, I more than me the first time though. No, I know. I think more than anything, I'd like to see a scenario where they see how what reaction someone is getting. They understand that reaction and understand why they are getting that reaction. Mm-hmm. And push the story in that direction rather than saying, oh, wow, Becky's getting cheered. Maybe she, her new shirt looks great. And we're selling a lot of them. Let's just make her a face. Mm. And they're not understanding why the crowd is behind her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I liked it. She's beat her and walked away with the title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. I yeah. kind of like it. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was, good it was great and fun match. Uh, next, we had the New Day celebrating their win backstage. Um, uh, Biggie rings a bell. In walks Mr. Bootiesworth. Uh, yeah, his number one. They opened up with like sort of a close shot uh, of all three of them. Yeah. And Big E, as Xavier sort of gets out of the way and they pull back, you realize he's on like a shelf doing the splits. Mm-hmm. It looked really, that was impressive. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he pulls the the bell out of his, his singlet. His singlet. Bootiesworth comes over. Uh, and uh, they're, they they want to celebrate. They they turn, look for Kofi. Kofi's gone, but in walks Kramer uh, Kingsman. Kingsman, his he, alter ego. Yeah, he interviews the New Day. It's pretty funny about their win, about facing Feebar next. Yeah, um, and then uh, they proceed to dump a Gatorade bucket full of pancakes on Bootiesworth, who is trying not to laugh but can't help himself. Oh, does. yeah. It's all great. All great stuff. After that, we had a really good match. Dolphin Drew versus Seth and Dean for the Raw Tag Titles. There's a few matches, actually a lot of them, that I'm so, I was so into, I didn't take hardly any notes save for the finish. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Pretty much any match, there's a lot of notes, is because I had time to look away from the screen to write notes on my phone. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, uh, this match, action too fast to call. Yeah, it really there was. There was just so much going on the entire time. Yeah, and Drew is great. Drew is the best. He really is the best. It, 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 it's, he should win an Oscar for the fact that he is forced to sell uh, offense mm-hmm. when it shouldn't affect him. Yeah. He is giant. He is all man. Uh, and, and the punches of pretty much every wrestler should be, but the buzzing of flies to him. <laughs> the buzzing is good. That's a line from Ghostbusters too. <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, I like the finish of this. So Seth hit his superplex. He was trying to roll through to go for his Falcon Arrow. Oh, this was great. And Drew comes rolling in and eats just a, or freaking doles out a giant Claymore kick uh, to Seth. Dolph falls on Seth. For the pin yeah, and great. the win, and then Dolph carries. No, Drew carries. I'm sorry, Dolph Drew carries and the tag titles. Dolph and the tag titles, and has the time or has the ability to dramatically look back at the ring when he's halfway up the absolute ramp. Best, man, he is great. It is so great. Is but great. this is this is absolute chaos in this match. Oh, the so last third especially it was just action everywhere, absolute chaos, and that's what gave Drew the opportunity to pick up this this win for his team. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, Dean was all over the place. Dean, yeah, Dean was really good in this. Dean, mm-hmm. Dean cracked me up because especially during the main event, it was obvious that Seth, Dolph, and Drew were all very tentative about climbing the giant red. Oh, we got to talk about that real quick. Red Hell in a Cell, yeah or nay? 
if they dial down the red just a little bit, I'm fine with it. I, I think that might be my TV. I don't know. I think it was very red. It was a very red. I really liked it. I could have done with more. Maybe because it reminds me of Fruit Punch. It, maybe they could have even done more red. I don't I mean if it was more red, it literally would not be safe for televisions. Yeah, this wasn't. At least Th- not this yours. wasn't. Not really. Um, but then when Dean got up on top of the oh, cell at the during the main event, he didn't care. He didn't care. He was going full speed. Yep. Oh, it was awesome. And so yeah, it's it's obvious Dean is really having a good time being back. I kind of felt like this match, this tag match, was the first really good synthesis we've seen of Dean since he's returned adapting his new style to his previous style. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Because all his prior matches before this one, he was adopting he was he was like the power guy of the shield now. He didn't run or anything. There's a lot more uh movement. Movement, yeah. He's yeah, moving yeah, more. Energy. Wasn't so plotting. Kinetic energy. Yes. There you go. Exactly. That was a great uh but it's a good enough it's a great creative finish, but also it motivates this feud continuing. Well, dude, any, anytime somebody gets a freaking a clean win, and it was a clean win mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. the shield, give mm-hmm. me a break. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's huge. And Drew looks super strong. Oh, I mean, that's he should. Well, yeah. He is. He is. He is super strong. He's Drew. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, so we're backstage. Braun is watching the end of the match. He's smiling because his friends won. Yeah, yeah he likes his friends. Um, in walks. Mick Foley says, we need to have a talk. Uh, he says, uh, Braun, the cage is going to change you. He's doing his crazy old man, hell in a cell guy routine. Braun says, Just do your job. Stay out of my way. Let me destroy things and then hand me the title. Make sure you know how to count to three. Pretty much. Uh, next, we had Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles. This might be match of the night for Yeah, me. I think it is in terms of storytelling. Oh, heck yeah. And the potatoes thrown. This was stiff. This was stiff. Stiff. I, uh, Dude, I don't... So, like, I mentioned to you, I, I've said my main problem with AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura, their feud, is that I, I feel like, so each match kind of built on the last one, but I feel like we never got one simply iconic match. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last man standing was a good it match. Was good. It was a good match. But I think problem, the problem, too, is that we had this classic at Wrestle Kingdom to compare it to. That's true, too. And I think... You know, I know AJ and Joe have had really good matches in, in TNA. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them. Well, you watch the, the triple seen, threat. I've seen most of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I don't think I've ever seen any other one-on-one matches in yeah. TNA. Yeah. Um, nonetheless. See, awesome. I don't know. See, I kind of disagree with your assertion that we have Wrestle Kingdom to compare it to. I mean, we do, but... I mean, because a lot of talk going into their Mania matches like, Oh, is this going to top what they did at Wrestle Kingdom? Is this going to compare I what they never, did at Wrestle I, Kingdom? Yeah, I never, I never, I never looked at it through that lens, though. I always looked at it as, can they tell a compelling story? But I think even though if you never said it might, it, 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 vocally, hey, we've seen this great match. Can they top it? Can they compete with it? But you know what they're capable of. Yeah. So even if you're not... You have a certain expectation of what they can do, and you hope that they can get close to that, I think. And maybe you're not, it's not a situation where people are consciously trying to compare it, but in the back of your mind, you know, we know what they can do. Yeah. WWE allow them to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I did this, this match, there was something about this match, though, that just felt really special. It felt mm-hmm. like AJ and Joe really took the, were, were given, how long was this match? About 22 minutes. Is that what I said? 
20, sorry, 19. And again, there was before there was no feeling out here. No, this was intense from the get. This was like stiff shots from the open. Like AJ ran at Joe. They were laying into each other. There were so many kicks and punches and there was forearms. A, a Shibata-esque forearm from Joe in the oh, corner. Man, and if you watch the recap or the stream. Sorry, I think I literally said ah. There were dude. Th- th- this match. This could have taken place. In New Japan, mm-hmm. beat for beat, nothing would have changed. Beat for beat, they even teased a Samoa Joe muscle buster. Mm-hmm. They haven't even teased that since they had I think him. The last match, Joe was trying to set up for it. Oh no, kidding! But I okay. don't think he got him on. He got AJ on his shoulder. Okay, All but right. I think he put him up on the top top yeah. turnbuckle and was trying to do it, and AJ reversed it. Um, but that's the first time. These this is the first two times Joe's teased muscle buster that I can recall since he's been called up to me. Yeah. Oh man! And what if he finally gets it and wins? And that's how he wins the title. They're just this is long. Story. I mean, I don't think he's going to win the title. I don't think he's going. Be great if he did. Boy, that'd be something. Else. He certainly, based on his performance in this feud, certainly deserves so it. So they have a match at Super Showdown. Yeah, that was announced after this one. Yeah, officially. Um, oh boy, this was good. This was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, Even Joe's, you know, he does that suicide dive form thing. Oh and man! And part of it is AJ was selling all over the place, but. He seemed to have a little, a little extra oomph on it. Oh, dude. AJ yeah. just drove himself into the announce table to yeah. sell it. How many potatoes does Mash get? Well, how many potatoes are his top potatoes? Ten? Ten potatoes. Yeah, we need to talk about this potato because we've now we've, we've decided that potatoes are going to be like our stars. Our stars. Yeah. Yeah. What's the name of our newsletter now? Going in, Rob Zerver. <laughs> sure. Going in, Rob Zerver. Going in, Rob Zerver. And this is a, a nine and a half potato match. Wow. So not 10 potatoes, but nine and a half potatoes. Did you watch uh, Omega Ishii no, from the other night? Have you? I started to. I love them. They're great. Kind of felt like more of the same, mm. which isn't bad. No, their G1 match was really good. Yeah. Well, I didn't watch that one. I got to check that one that out. It was pretty brutal. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh, but the, their match they had in Long Beach last year was really good. Or was it a year and a half ago? Was so really good. 10 potatoes is equal to Dave Meltzer's. Seven star. Wow. So you give us that. If, I mean, that's the case. If Omega Okada. Well, that means like the last match would be 10 potatoes. Was yeah. 10 potatoes. I guess this would be nine. I would, I would give it an eight and a half potatoes. Okay. This is an eight and a half potato match. All right. You know, let's not get crazy now. Because here's the thing. The finish. In terms of a WWE match, though. Oh, yeah. Nine, nine potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. We give we always give extra potatoes just for being in New Japan. Let's be clear, we're not cagey like Dave Meltzer. We do, you know we know what's going on there. If it's in New Japan, it automatically gets an additional star. Well, at least half star. Yeah, we're we're outright saying if the match is in New Japan, it automatically gets an extra potato. Okay. Yeah. Or at least an extra half potato. Right. Exactly. <laughs> because being in WWE, you know. Well, I mean, they just can't do anything. Uh, the wrestlers in New Japan. Well, New Japan or NXT. NXT, you probably get an extra potato. Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much it's more of a demerit to, for WWE because they won't let them do everything they can do. Exactly. Shinsuke literally told me. I got an interview with him coming up. I don't know. We got to talk about the programming schedule. Yes, we do. Um, for all that stuff. Yes. Because I've got several matches that we have to do commentary for. Yes, it's going to be a busy week. It's going to be a busy week, but it's also we just got to figure out when the hell we're going to put all this stuff out. Can we just put all the videos out in one day at the same time? <laughs> Everything on Thursday. Well, I think that's more of a production like issue. Like 10 than videos. I wouldn't be opposed to it, I guess, but that's more of a production it's issue. It's a personally. terrible idea. Programming is a terrible idea. Anyway, so the finish went down. We had a tease for a muscle buster. We had a tease for a styles clash. Neither happened. Um, 
AJ reverses um, the coquina clutch into a roll up, and the ref goes down, counts three. Oh, yeah. Samoa Joe gets up and is ecstatic because he thinks he's won. And we're like, what are you talking about? Clearly, your shoulders were down three. Um, he goes ballistic when they announce AJ is still the champion. He tells the ref he was tapping out. He was tapping out. Long story short, they eventually show a replay from the other side. And sure enough, while the ref was hitting two and then three, AJ I think it was, was like basically two and then he was tapping between he was two and tapping three. out between two and three. But the problem was the ref was on the same side as the hard camera where we were viewing the, the pinfall from. So we couldn't see anybody tap out. We couldn't see AJ's hand. Yeah. Do this. Yeah. When they finally showed the replay on the opposite side. Oh, yeah. Clear as day between two and three. You see AJ tapping out. Right. Later on, we'll just fast forward to this part. Later yeah. on, Smojo is now when is he's going up the ramp? He's livid. He's calling for Paige. Uh, we see him later on backstage. He's reaming the ref, giving him the business. Saying, you know, how do you, you know, how do you have a job here? You're crap. Which, by the way, the refs tonight between this match, oh, the main event, kayfabe wise, this match, the main event, garbage, garbage Terrible. refs, Terrible. fire them all. Terrible. Keep John Cone. Oh yeah, he wasn't involved in either of these. Correct. Um, oh, and Little Nate, you got to keep him too. Oh yeah, heck yeah. But I don't know who these guys are. They're just bringing in. I don't even know where Danilo was. Yeah. Wow. Wait, are they on strike or something? Are the real refs on strike? Where's Drake? Where's Drake? I know where's Drake's Drake? usually in NXT, but he's done a couple SmackDown matches. Yeah, man. Where's he? Anyways, where's so Jessica? Anyways. Yes. Anyways, after the after the uh, the match, Joe gr- grabs the WWE title, holds it up. Uh, AJ comes up to him, kicks him in the head. Kicks him oh, yeah, all that happened. Then Joe goes backstage. We see him later on backstage, reaming the ref. Paige comes up, and she's like, listen, you. And... Uh, 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 Joe's like, I want my rematch. I should be champion right now. I should be WWE champion. Paige says, Super Showdown. You get your rematch. And he's like, that's three weeks. I don't want to wait for that. And she's like, well, listen. And he's like, no, you listen. I want no DQ, no count out, you know, Anything goes. no excuses is what yeah, he said yeah, for AJ yeah. Styles. She said, I agree with you. So it looks like at Super Showdown, we're going to get Joe versus Styles for the uh, title again. And I love that there is, this is going to be interesting if they play up they showed uh, uh, Styles in the ring after they showed the replay of him tapping out, and he had this look of like doubt, like man, I totally stole this, mm-hmm. I stole this. Mm-hmm. So now his character is going to be like, should I even be WWE champion exactly. right now? Here's the thing we have to consider too. We've been consistent in saying that AJ was going to hold that title uh, up until the release of the game because mm-hmm. he's on the cover. Yeah, Super Showdown is the day after. Sixth, really? Yeah. Okay. So I'm hesitant to think since it's still re- within the release window, they're going to have AJ drop the belt. It's going to be at be least cool. till Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I mean, Joe has knocked everything out of the park. I know. Everything. Man. He needs his reward. I know. He needs it. He needs that reward. I know. I but agree. I guess it depends on what they plan going forward. If the plan is for Ms. Daniel Bryan to be over the belt at some point, you can't really have Joe have the belt if the... If if the storyline is eventually Daniel Bryan wins the title off Miz, yeah, I know, I unless, know, I know, unless they do the thing where they put it on Joe, Daniel Bryan wins at Super Showdown, we get Joe Daniel Bryan for the title. You know what they need to do, man. I know they're in this kick of just having the titles on people forever. Have Joe and AJ traded a couple times. I just want Samoa Joe's name in the lineage. Same. That's what I want. Same here. I think that'd be great. 
Yeah. Heck of a match, though. Fantastic. Oof. Check it out if you, didn't, if you oh, haven't watched killer, it yet. Killer match. Great stuff. Next, we had a Miz and Maurice interview. Maurice looks so self-conscious with those stupid glasses on. Yeah, those are ridiculous glasses. Do those, like, they make them, do they sell? Does anybody, anybody buy those things? I if don't you know buy, why. If you bought a, a pair of those ugly Miz goggle Let glasses. Let us know, please. Leave them in the comments or tweet at us at Real Here's the thing. They don't look comfortable. Nope. They don't look cool. No. So unless you're like a Super Miz fan, why would you buy them? Are there Super Miz fans? All of Miz's merchandise is horrible. Yeah, it's not very good. It's terrible. It's not very good. I mean, he's not exactly the kind of wrestler who lends it because he's not cool. No. He doesn't, it doesn't, nothing lends itself. Like, is Elias cool? Elias is cool, right? Yeah, Elias is cool. He plays guitar. He can sing. He yeah. can shred. Playing yeah, guitar cool. is definitely cool. Yeah, he's thing. cool. He carries himself like he's cool. He's got cool. great merch. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're a band, you, you should know, have good cool merch. looking merch. Yeah. No, Elias is cool. Anyways, they call Bree and Daniel, what did uh, Maurice say? Irrelevant loser. Irrelevant losers. They are the winners. The people I know. Something like that. So anyways, up next, we have that mixed match. Mixed, match. Mixed tag mixed match. Mixed tag match challenge. You, you missed the beginning of it, the best part of the match. Okay, I didn't, you said this a million. I don't, I don't need you to do this. To, get some, to try to get some Taco Bell. You had bad luck with, f- with food tonight. Right? You go to Taco Bell, super long line of the drive I figured, dude, it's Sunday. Who the hell is going to Taco Bell? You barbecue no, no, on Sunday. No, no one wants to cook on a Sunday, man. You don't go to... T- what? It's, that's when you barbecue. That's when you have your family meal after no, church would, or whatever dude, they do. Well, that'd be in, for lunchtime, but uh, I, barbecue on Saturday. I gotta start going back to church because the coolest thing about church is that afterwards they have like food. Well, sometimes. Well, if you go to a cool church. Yeah, you gotta find the cool one. Yeah, right, exactly. And uh, and then like you can take the family out to like I don't know brunch. Yeah, you can just take the family out to brunch without having to go to church, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like you you got to go through like church. See, first. the thing the church would add to the equation is that you'd be dressed nicely to go to brunch. Yeah, that's good too. Because I feel like going through church. church, it's like an accomplishment. It's like oh, I I, I learned today about whatever the hell it is you learn in church. Bunch of you know. Stuff, religious stuff, yes, religious I stuff. I've been to church know. before, yeah. I mean, I've look, I've, I've heard my fair share of sermons. I've been to church plenty of times. Yeah. When's the last time you went to church, Larson? <laughs> it's been a minute for well, me. Well, it's been a day. Um, do funerals count? No. I mean, a service, not talking about a dead person. But I mean, is it a church? No, man. I'm talking about a church service. Probably four years. Four years? That's Maybe. it? Maybe. Really? Yeah. Impressive. I think it's been a little longer for four or me. five, maybe. Add a add a add ten to that, and yeah, that's what you might be looking oh, at. For okay. Me. Anyways, uh, yeah. So Bree was chasing Maurice a lot in this match. Yeah, Maurice wanted nothing to do with the match, pretty much. So right. Daniel Bryan and Miz kind of carried the chunk of it because mm-hmm. uh, Maurice started. Uh, she eventually, eventually uh, uh, completely ran away. Tagged Miz in. Uh, uh, and the, the back and forth between Miz and Daniel Bryan was good. Yeah. Um, not too dissimilar to what we saw at SummerSlam. Um, eventually, Daniel Bryan tagged in Bree. Um, so, Maurice is supposed to come in. That's the law. The laws. The rules of a mixed, man, mixed tag man. <laughs> Lawland. Um, Maurice did not want to come in. Right. So, Bree went, Bree mode on Miz. Dropping some punches. Yeah. She goes to the outside. Bree mode. Stop it. On Maurice. Culminating... And of course, her actually saying "Bree mode." Would you stop doing the running knee to Maurice? 
Um, Brie hits a second rope drop kick, goes for the pin. Miz pulls her out. Mm-hmm. No pin. No pin. Um, no pin. Um, back in the ring, Daniel Bryan and Brie have the upper hand, get stereo yes kicks. But on um, the final, oh, Miz and Maurice left. Roll out. We get a brawl between Daniel Bryan and Miz on the outside. Um, back in the ring, uh, Brie goes for a roll up. Maurice reverses it. Yeah. Gets a roll up win. So you call this. And in hindsight, it makes total sense for Miz and Maurice to win. Yeah. Evolution's a little less of a story, although I do. I kind of suspect that the, the team, team Miz is going to go on a roll for a while. Um, if this was 10 years ago, Miz might have donned a wig and uh, and uh, pulled some shenanigans at Evolution. Because <laughs> they did that kind of shit. Um, this might be a bit more straight up. Maybe if, well, obviously, if Brie wins, it'll be straight up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that could be the kind of thing that Brie gets her win, which then sets up a lot of pressure for Daniel Bryan. To because get his W, yeah. It's not real unless he gets it over the Miz. Mm-hmm. Um, side note. Holy crap, the Marine 6 looks like maybe... The best movie ever made? Yeah, the first trailer had uh, Shawn Michaels brandishing what looked to be some sort of laser rifle. Yeah. Like you would have seen in the old G.I. Joe cartoon. Right, exactly, yeah. I mean, there was definitely some sort of LED lights going on Well, we on definitely the gun. didn't see it shoot anything, but I suspect it won't be shooting traditional rounds. <laughs> right, exactly, It's got to yeah. be some sort of photon weapon, yes? I would think so, yeah. yeah Phaser, photon, look of it. quantum torpedoes anyways, coming out of it. this movie features The Miz, I guess, as Marine. <laughs> HPK, uh, what looks to be Grizzled Marine. <laughs> yeah. Grizzled former Marine. He's sorry. proto-Marine. Former. Yeah, former Marine. And then Becky Lynch is some sort of uh, badass, it looked like. Right, yeah. That, that's the ingredients we're working with. Yeah. This looks like a classic November 13th Blu-ray <laughs> and on-demand, I think. So, I mean, you got Citizen Kane, you got The Godfather, and you got Marine, Marine Six. Six. Yeah. They all belong together in the yeah. same conversation. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. We, dude, we need to get several copies of this and have a watch party. Yeah. Watch them simultaneously. Yeah, right. On two yeah. TVs, like yeah, a yeah, big yeah. TV and a bigger TV. Yeah. You projection, know. and then on top of that, another projection. Right. Same movie. <laughs> How many sweet sin musics are we going to see in this? Oh, I hope a lot. A couple skull crushing finales. <laughs> right. Well, How a... about this? Okay. Some it kicks. Yeah. Culminating in a sweet chin music. Yeah. But then a disarmor, like a run in disarmor. Yeah. I can't tell if Becky was the, uh, the villain or not. Is she a bad guy? She might be. Maybe. Maybe this whole heel turn is just to coincide with the release of Marine 6. It's all a promotion. They Well, they knew what how good this movie was. They saw this movie and were like, wow. This Shawn be, Michaels with a laser rifle? This could be multiple Oscars <laughs> we're looking at here. Just, is, there, is there a straight-to-video Oscar category? <laughs> is that the Oscars fun, funnest most movie? Po- most popular. <laughs> most popular fun movie? What was the category? Best popular movie? I thought it was funnest movie. What the hell movie. was that? They put it on hold. What the hell was forever? That? Oh my gosh! Most funnest movie. Ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, that category still existed. Marine Sex would be a shoe-in for sure, for at least a nomination, if not Absolutely. a sure, a surefire win. Uh, next, we have Alexa. Can we just talk about Marine Six some more? I really want to. Like, I'm devastated that we can't. I know Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey was next. Um, they really uh, this this match started out kind of slow, but by the end. They really were telling the story of Ronda having injured ribs. Why she wasn't wearing DDP rib tape, I don't know. That really would have enhanced the story. Excalibur, look at that fat piece of shit with the DDP rib tape. Oh, Chuck That's Taylor. maybe the best tweet I've ever seen. Um, wow. Um, they really were tell- doing a good job of telling the story of Ronda dealing with injured ribs and yeah. Alexa trying to take advantage. 
Rhonda would try to do something. She'd try to do her twisting <laughs> move. Ribs gave out on her. Yeah. She'd mount some offense. Alexa would kick her, punch her in the ribs. And then Ronda Rousey hissed at freaking Yeah, Alexa she did. Bliss. She grabbed her by the hand while she was trying to punch her and stare her down and did this. Can somebody please Photoshop the shot of Ronda Rousey hissing at Alexa Bliss and Photoshop Snake Man on her? From Dreamscape. From Dreamscape? Yes, please. Snake Man face? <laughs> so I believe there's a, sh- a close-up shot of him uh, hissing at, right at camera. Because if you look up Dreamscape Snake Man... You will see a still of Snake Man hissing right at camera. <laughs> that's God. It's, it's this one. Yeah. Oh one. my God. That's dead on. That's yeah. exactly Ronda Rousey. So. Oh my that'd God. That'd be fantastic. Somebody please. That's going to be a terrifying Photoshop. Or a GIF. GIF it. What a terrifying movie that was. Oh, it was scary as shit. Oh, and then looking, he's like half formed. Oh man, yeah. Oh, that's so terrifying. Yeah, that was a creepy movie. Christopher Walken, right? Yeah. No, no, man. I think that's Quaid one. Sorry, <laughs> Christopher Walken was it like a dream movie too? Yeah, dude, that was uh, the oh, it was the Stephen King one, wasn't it? No, I'm not talking about Dead Zone. Oh, you're not talking about Dead Zone? No, there's another one he's in that's like a dream movie. Isn't he, isn't he in Dreamscape? No, Christopher Walken is definitely not in Dreamscape, dude. No, man, he's oh, not. The, he's definitely not. He's not the villain. Oh, Christopher Plummer's in it. Yeah, Christopher Plummer's in it. He says, "You son of a bitch." Well, and Max von Sydow. David. Patrick. Whoa, hold on a second. Max von Sydow and Christopher Plummer know, were in the I same know. movie? David Patrick Kelly was the villain. What he kind was, of redundant character was that? He was Snake Man. George <laughs> like, Wentz in it, too. That's funny. So what's the dream movie that Christopher Walken's in? I swear he's in a dream I movie, I don't too. get how. Hold on a second. I'm st- Max von Sydow and Christopher Plummer are the same person. Um, well, that's not correct. How is it possible they can have like both guys in one movie? Oh, Deer Hunter was not a dream movie. No, I know. That was about the harsh reality like of Vietnam. I like he was in a dream movie from the 80s. I mean, it's possible. Heaven's Brainstorm. Gate. That's what it is. It's not quite a dream movie, but it's like science mind stuff. Well, dreams happen in the brain. I'm aware of that. Brainstorm? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. 1983. That sounds right, though. Wow, what a great recording. It's all about government experiments and people's minds. That's what all the, every movie in the early 80s was basically about that. Pretty much. Early to mid 80s. Brainstorm and Dreamscape. Max von Sydow and Christopher Plummer in the same movie. Dreamscape might be the greatest movie ever. Like the writing on that was there's a Max von Sydow character. And then also there's another Max von Sydow character. And they thought, well, we don't have the technology to have two Max von Sydow. Yet. 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 So let's get Christopher Plummer. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, oh, Brainstorm is Natalie Wood's last movie. That's right. Oh, that's a trivia question. What movie did Natalie Wood make right before What's-His-Face threw off a boat? Brainstorm is the answer. Brainstorm is the answer. Anyways, back to this Ronda Rousey match. Um, so she turned into Snake Man Dreamscape. Yeah. And then won. Then, yeah, then she did that twisting move type deal. She uh, eventually got the armbar on Alexa Bliss, got the win. So the last five minutes of this match are actually really good. Yeah, it was just there was there was a lot of sloppiness to get and they, the it first was, 10, unlike the other matches that minutes. involved heated feuds. This one uh, they decided to do a build. Yeah, yeah. But considering that their last match at SummerSlam was so short, mm-hmm. I'm happy that at least Alexa got a, a strong showing and lasted she longer did, yeah. than about three minutes. She looked amazing too. Like her entrance, I said, was kind of WrestleMania-esque. She had like f- super fancy gear on. Alicia Fox looked great. Mm-hmm. Whatever get up she had on. And then Mickey James looked all class. So yeah, it was awesome. 
after that, we had that Smojo page sequence already talked about. And then we have our main oh, event. So at that point, man. pretty much everybody can kind of go home if we had known what was going to happen in this main event. Um, so we already kind of talked about it a bit. Uh, the first chunk of this match was just a lot of typical Hell in a Cell. Well, typical Roman match. Yeah, well, typical Roman Braun match. Because there's a lot of destruction, a lot of throwing people around. I mean, yeah, Roman does that a lot, just generally speaking. Yeah. Unless he's up against like a smaller opponent like AJ. Yeah. But otherwise... I, it's weird, because I feel like Roman's Raw matches are generally pretty good. But his pay-per-view main events... Oh, yeah, because look at who he's fighting. No, I, I understand. It's always Brock or Roman for the past, God, how long? But even his, bro his matches against Braun last year were all pretty good. Oh, they were because they were fun and novel. Because they're all gimmicky and they're just yeah, all Yeah, I know. Part of it is the novelty's worn off a little bit because we it know has. what to expect. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just interesting. They, like, and they could book... Like, every time Braun and Finn have been in the ring together, they found a creative way to make the story interesting. Yeah. And granted, it's all generally based on... Uh, Finn being overpowered, I get that. Mm. Yet they still, after all the times they've wrestled each other and with each other, found a way to make it interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's just surprising that they couldn't find any, a, a little angle uh, to take with this match to make it a little different or clever. Yeah. But. Well, yeah, but they, I mean, there's a couple things that just boggle the mind here. Okay, so we had a bunch of destruction, Hell in a Cell type stuff. Uh, and as we figured. Interference began. Dolph showed up, mm -hmm. and he was trying to get in the cage, apparently. Ref was saying, no, you can't get in there. Um, Drew comes over, and then, of course, that brings out the shield. Yeah. They all climb to the top. Well, first, they, they lay out Drew. Dolph runs off. Shield gives chase. Oh, that's right. They yeah. beat him up. Drew runs around, makes the save. Dolph finds an opportunity to escape. Rather than running away, he climbs to the top of the cell. Mm -hmm. Seth goes after him. Drew goes after him. Yes. Um, they start double-teaming Seth very carefully. Very carefully. On the top of the cell. Dean then, runs up the cage like a cartoon. With the kendo <laughs> stick on his back. Yeah. And he's just tromping all over the place. Yeah. He's just like swinging that kendo stick. Doesn't care that the cage. The cage is built very, very sturdy for people to be on top. They made a point of saying it was double reinforced. There you go. Um, but still, it it's terrifying. And it felt, I don't know, maybe it was the red aspect of things. Oh, it could be. It felt taller, and it felt, yeah, it just felt taller. I kind of wondered the shot they had from the, f the floor looking up at the, uh, the cell. And I said this during our stream, if because it looked kind of like a wide-angle lens. Yeah, it could be. It wasn't quite fisheye because it wasn't any distortion on the, yeah. on the edge of the frame just to make it look taller. Mm -hmm. Like an 8-millimeter, 10-millimeter. Something like that. Something well, like that might be close to fisheye, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, once you get to like 8, once maybe you get like under 10. 20. 20, right? 20, maybe. Because okay. 50 is supposed to replicate... The human eye. Oh, yeah. yeah. In any event, you could be right about that. I mean, it'd be weird if they hadn't done that before. It did seem very tall. Though. It did seem tall. But, but I think what, also, like, they're in a sea of red. Yeah. Which I think amplifies things. I think so, too. But then when Jeff Hardy had that spot in the ring, his ladder didn't look abnormally tall. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so, like a standard 20 feet or where they say it is. So, uh, preceding this, though... Um, we had a uh, Roman and Braun were laid out. Braun was, uh, Braun kicked out of a spear through a table. And that's when they were both laid out and they were laid out for the remainder of the match. Yeah, pretty much. That was kind of silly. It was because there was a lot of, there was a lot going on, on top of that cage. Yeah. A lot. And Foley was uh, preoccupied by all of it. 
Yeah, it should have been a standing 10 count. So then Dolph and Seth starts, Dolph starts to go down. Seth comes after him. They do the spot on the side where they're hitting each other. Then they each fall through their own respective Again, announce tables. Very carefully. Very carefully. And they, you know, they, they were fine. Everything was great. Although during the shot where they come down, all we saw really was Seth go through a table and Dolph disappear off frame. So it was like, oh my God, what happened to him? But his table broke. But he came through a table. So he was fine. Um, cue Brock Lesnar. We had heard earlier. Yeah, apparently PW Insider reported that he was there. Yeah. Um, so we kind of saw that coming. He looks a lot thinner. He looks a lot lighter on his feet, and he's bearded now. Mm-hmm. So he looked great. He still has the power, though, to kick in a, a door of a cage because he, he and Paul Heyman come down, give the ref business about opening the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the ref doing his job didn't do it, so Brock took it upon himself to kick the door down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then he set it up as a ramp. Yeah, that was funny. And walked, bounded up it mm-hmm. and into the ring. Yeah. Um, looking very light on his feet. Mm-hmm. Paul Heyman, Maces, McFoley. Yeah. So he's out of the equation. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Brock proceeds to use a piece of table, a couple pieces of table, because spear through the table, and beat the heck out of both Braun and Roman Reigns. Which is a great visual because those things were just being obliterated over the bodies yeah. of Roman and Braun. Yeah. Um, and then he gives an F5 to Braun. An F5 to Roman, see, on top of Braun, but then they both roll away from each other. Yeah. Then he leaves. Ref comes in and throws the match out. It's hell in a cell. You do not throw that match out. That didn't make any sense. Now, a very simple variation on this. Still wouldn't have been satisfying, but it wouldn't have been as unsatisfying as the finish was that we got. And it's very simple, and you called it, and it's very simple. Brock F5s Roman on top of Braun. Uh, ref comes two, counts to three. Well, I mean, it's or ref the comes outside. in. Comes yeah, in, ref yes. comes in, counts to three. Braun takes the pin. However, uh, it's not by Roman's hands. It's because Brock beat the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a protected loss for Braun. He doesn't look weak because mm-hmm. of it, or any weaker because of it. Uh, it's not a, a, a satisfying or conclusive victory for Roman. Therefore, the feud can continue. Each person in this feud has a, a rationale and a reason to continue the feud. The only thing I can think of that would have prevented them from pulling off that ending, and it really doesn't matter, is then it might ask the question, well, what's next for Brock? At this point, him just coming in making his statement and leaving kind of clears the way for him to be gone for a very long time. Had he dictated a definitive outcome for the match, Roman goes over Braun, it's him choosing sides to a degree. Well, he would have a reason to choose sides. I agree. He could say Braun's distraction at SummerSlam cost me the universal title. I agree. And, that, and this is him you know, repaying Braun for that. And either way, Braun still would have a beef with Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Roman really wouldn't because he still got to retain his title. Um, you would think Braun would have some sort of beef with Brock Lesnar, but Brock's not going to be back anytime soon, no. I would think. Um, this was really silly when there was, uh, yeah, this was really silly and unsatisfying. Mm-hmm. I forget who it was, but somebody in chat, um, after we had signed off, there were still some people chatting uh, from our live stream. Mm-hmm said, uh, I'm assuming he was on his car on the way home, said, I was there, and people were so not happy with that ending. That was 
that was but you don't throw out hell in a cell hell in a cell doesn't have there's you throw it I out mean, the only rules are you you win or lose via pinfall or submission otherwise there's no rules there's no dq what, yeah what, on what grounds does the ref have to throw to match you wait until somebody wakes up and then they fight or you do what Foley should have done and yeah it still sucks but it's not throughout the match you do this if no one answers the standing 10 count Throw the match out because no one answered yeah. standing ten. Yeah, you do the ten. That count, makes yeah. sense at least because that falls within the rules of wrestling. Yeah, but no, no, no match interference. That's lame. Yeah, lame. that's really lame. And Braun and Roman were out for an ungodly amount of time, yeah, even leading up to the F fives. I, I know. So it was a shit stain on an otherwise really fantastic. Yeah, it was a really good show. Yeah, it was a really good show. Um, so that's what it's going to go down as. Really fantastic show, really confusing, perplexing, beguiling, beguiling. Finish, as you like to say. So uh, poopy, crap finish, poopy doo doo, caca. But we did get—I mean, to be honest, we got this reveal for the Marine Six. That and that made it all worthwhile. It made it all worthwhile. We it really pull did. Pull up the trailer and we're done on this. Oh, I'm going to. I totally plan to do it actually during the podcast. Oh, but you know, podcast is done with. So instead, oh, and thanks once again to Hilton. Yeah, thank you, Luchanda. For showing up. You're over there right now, so if you can please hit the music, that would be fantastic. Thank you. There we go. There's some good music for you. That's it for show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about, or later on today, depending on when you're watching this, I'm going to be talking about my uh, 2K19 trip. Yeah, I'm interested to hear it. I haven't really heard a lot. It should be a lot of fun. Anyway, well, it was a lot of fun. I'm going to talk about all the fun. Thanks so much for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe, download CastBox, and leave a comment below. Thanks yes, so please. much for watching. Talk Bye. to you guys later. Bye. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.